0: Eugene had a death grip on his M3 carbine rifle. It was pitch black outside, and all he could see were the pinpricks of stars in the Pacific sky. It had been quiet for the past two hours since he had been woken up for his turn on the night watch. It was on nights like these that his thoughts drifted back to his home in southern Alabama, the salty smell of the sea, of how the southern night was filled with millions of crickets, frogs, and other such creatures. Now, thousands of miles away from his family home, This almost felt like he was camping in the woods with his best friends. At 21, he was considered old by most marine standards. Most kids he fought with were two to three years younger. BOOM! The deafening explosion rocked Eugene out of his reverie. The night sky suddenly became lit up when a mortar shell exploded 50 feet from his location. Whizzes and pops broke the silence around him. He could see enemy muzzle flashes in the near distance. The sledgehammer only had moments to react. His training and experience in battle kicked in. He hit the deck and began firing toward the invisible enemy. His night soon became utter chaos. This podcast is about heroes in military and law enforcement. Some gave their service for America and served in the armed forces. Some have paid the ultimate sacrifice for our freedom, and others protected the local community and died in the line of duty. Our lives would be a whole lot different if it weren't for the hard work and sacrifice of these brave men and women. They could have gone on to live lives that were less dangerous. However, they dedicated themselves to your protection. If you ever have the pleasure of talking to one of them, they'll tell you, I'm not a hero, but I have the honor of walking beside a few. Others will say, The real heroes are those who didn't make it back home. This episode is dedicated to United States Marine Corps Corporal Eugene Sledge, World War II. Eugene B. Sledgehammer Sledge was a mortarman in King Company, 3rd Battalion, 5th Marines, 1st Marine Division. Eugene Sledge was born on November 4th, 1923 in Mobile, Alabama the son of Edward Sledge Sr., a World War I surgeon. He flunked out of Marine OCS and lost his opportunity to become an officer. However, Eugene decided to serve his time instead as an NCO and enlisted in the Marines so he wouldn't miss the war. After basic training, he achieved the rank of Private First Class. Almost immediately, his platoon was sent to the Pacific Theater, and Eugene saw combat as a 60-millimeter mortarman first at the Battle of Peleliu, from September through November of 1944. In the Battle of Peleliu, U.S. Marines and later Army soldiers fought to capture an airstrip on this small coral island. It is said that this was the most intense battle the Marines had been through up to that point in the war. In total, the 1st Marine Division suffered over 6,500 casualties during their month on Peleliu over one-third of their entire division. The 81st Army Infantry Division suffered nearly 3,300 casualties during their tenure on the island. Despite the heavy losses on both the U.S. and Japanese sides, the U.S. gained the upper hand and took the island. The 1st Marine Division was severely mauled, and it remained out of action until the invasion of Okinawa on April 1st, 1945. Five months later, after some R&R, Sledge joined the 1st and 6th Marines along with four army divisions for the Battle of Okinawa, which was the largest amphibious assault in the Pacific War of World War II. The 82-day long battle lasted from early April until mid-June 1945. The battle has been referred to as the Typhoon of Steel in English, and Rain of Steel or Violent Wind of Steel in Japanese. The nicknames refer to the Ferocity of Fighting the intensity of kamikaze attacks from the Japanese defenders, and to the sheer numbers of Allied ships and armored vehicles that assaulted the island. The battle resulted in the highest number of casualties in the Pacific Theater during World War II. The Allies suffered 14,009 deaths, with an estimated total of more than 65,000 casualties of all kinds, Simultaneously, 42,000 to 150,000 local civilians were killed or committed suicide. Many Japanese civilians were told by their government that the Americans were there on their island to rape and pillage. Many Allied soldiers and Marines attempted to help these Japanese civilians, only to witness them turn their guns on themselves and take their own lives. The atomic bombings of Hiroshima and Nagasaki together with the Soviet invasion of Manchuria caused Japan to surrender less than two months after the end of the fighting on Okinawa. During both battles, when fighting grew too close for effective use of mortars, Eugene Sledge served in other duties such as stretcher bearer and providing rifle fire. After the horrors he experienced during the two most intense battles of the Pacific War, and losing several very close friends in the fighting, Eugene was amazed that he had survived with barely a scratch. After being posted to Peking after the war, he was discharged from the Marine Corps in February 1946 with the rank of corporal. After the war, Sledge, like many other war veterans, had a hard time readjusting to civilian life. As I strolled through the streets of Mobile, Civilian life seemed so strange, Eugene wrote once. People rushed around in a hurry about seemingly insignificant things. Few seemed to realize how blessed they were to be free and untouched by the horrors of war. To them, a veteran was a veteran. All were the same, whether one man had survived the deadliest combat or another had pounded a typewriter while in uniform. Once an avid bird hunter, Sledge gave up his hobby. He found that he could not endure the thought of wounding even a bird. Once his father found him weeping after a dove hunt where Sledge had to kill a wounded dove. A key turning point in his life and career followed when his father advised him that he could substitute hunting for bird watching as a hobby. When Sledge first enrolled at Auburn University, the clerk at the registrar's office asked him if the Marine Corps had taught him anything useful. Sledge replied saying, Lady... There was a killing war. The Marine Corps taught me how to kill Japs and try to survive. Now, if that don't fit into any academic course, I'm sorry, but some of us had to do the killing, and most of my buddies got killed or wounded. He found salvation in science as it kept the flashbacks of Peleliu and Okinawa at bay. Close, constant study of nature prevented him from going mad. However, the war stayed with him, and finally, at the urging of his wife, he began to put his thoughts on paper at last allowing him to put his horrors behind him. During his service, Sledge kept notes of his experiences in his pocket-sized New Testament Bible. He took these notes and compiled them into a memoir that turned into his first book, With the Old Breed, at Peleliu and Okinawa. After attending Auburn University, Sledge received a bachelor's degree in the summer of 1949. In 1955, he graduated from API with an MS degree in botany. Later, he received his doctorate in biology from the University of Florida in 1960. In 1970, he became a professor, a position he held until his retirement in 1990. He taught various courses in botany and zoology during his long tenure there, and was loved by many of his students. Eugene Sledge died after a long battle with stomach cancer in 2001. He is survived by his wife, Jean, of nearly 50 years, and their two sons, John and Henry. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Remember My Name podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes, please contact me at RememberMyNamePodcast at gmail.com. You can also find me on Instagram at RememberMyNamePodcast and Twitter at podcast. So take a moment and remember this name, Eugene Sledge.